Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the Internet Marketing Unleashed Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Patton, the Dean of Blogonomics and Podology. And I'm very, very excited. We've got a, our uh, regular guest, the SEO champion. He's in Paris, France right now. And uh, he's taken time out of his busy European tour to, uh, to spend some time with us. So, hey, Mike, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing great, Scott. Great. It's great to be on your wonderful show. I'm doing well. And, yep, I'm in uh, uh, sunny Paris for today. Tomorrow it's going to be raining, but <laughs> doing great. Excellent, excellent. Well, we just finished our very first mobile marketing summit last weekend. It was very exciting. A lot of people discovered things about how to market their businesses through mobile phones that they never, ever dreamt of. And we're going to be having another one in a couple months. So uh, I'll let everybody know where they can find out more information about that when it happens. Um, And the other thing that I just wanted to mention was, uh, you know, some of the numbers that are occurring on the Internet these days are absolutely insane. Numbers like, uh, you know, 4.8 billion Sub, uh, subscriptions to cell phones out of a population of 7 billion you know it's like pretty much just about everybody's got a cell phone these days unless you're in like deepest darkest Africa or uh, maybe pa- Papua New Guinea or someplace like that uh, but the one that I came across today that I wanted to share and this might surprise you uh, Mike is YouTube just crossed 1 billion subscriptions and they've really? <laughs> yeah so they've a wow. billion subscribers to YouTube channels, <laughs> which is wild wow. when you think about that, right? I mean, that's like people that are actually subscribing and then following channels. So it is really turning into like a TV network. And huh. uh, so this is the yellow subscribe button made its debut in 2006 so that the latest videos from your favorite channels can make a beeline to your inbox or your eager eyes. Today that button has been immortalized as a throw cushion hits an important landmark. It's been clicked over one billion times. And uh, there's a number of channels that have over a million subscribers. In fact, there are 15 of them. Hmm. And one of them is College Humor. The, 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 uh, the name of the channel is College Humor. I thought you'd be kind of uh, interested, really? interested in that. Yeah. Uh, so well, that's that's interesting since I own a college dating site. That's funny that you mentioned that that's because I was just figuring out how to capture some of their traffic. Yeah. Uh, so and the other thing that's interesting is now they're not going to sit on one billion subscribers. They're aiming for two. So they've launched a new widget for video producers so they can embed on their sites and blogs uh, this widget and it allows for one-click YouTube channel subscription. So it should help the second billion come a lot faster. So one strategy, by the way, that I strongly recommend is, you know, putting videos up on YouTube, but also put them up on on a, your TV blog, for example, and because you can drive traffic to your blog that way. And then now you've got the subscribe functions, which means that every time you put up a blog or sorry, a video, uh, people will know about it right away. And I just think that uh, that's just absolutely amazing. And who knew that people were subscribing to these things at this rate? So one of the things I've rarely done, and I'm going to be putting it on all my videos, is make sure you subscribe to my channel and get the latest 
uh, information as it happens. And then I'm going to be putting that on all of my marketing materials, emails, and everything else. Like subscribe to my channel and just start seeing what happens when we actually start telling people to do these things. That's amazing. That, that, that's, that's some very good tips. I'm glad you did mention that because that's actually a very good way that um, that uh, people can get a lot of traffic too with SEO because, um, you know, of course, as you mentioned, um, you know, with doing videos on YouTube, you can get a lot of subscribers. And then I believe you can get some sort of the uh, YouTube um, ad revenue from AdSense.com. But also you want to take your YouTube video after you post it on YouTube, you want to take it, take the HTML and then put it on your blog, and then Google Spiders will recognize your YouTube video on the blog, and then they'll start indexing you and put you as a more important uh, person, per se, within SEO because you're using YouTube, which is owned by Google. Yes, absolutely. Cool. So, of course, this is uh, video and everything else, and video is massive uh, right now and one form of video that uh, is very very popular on the internet is flash and before we went on the air Mike you were telling me uh, some experiences that you and some of your clients had with that particular type of video and I thought that would be something that we should really share with all our listeners yeah definitely um, it's it's pretty crazy Scott I was like uh, I got a I got a call from a client and uh, actually his brother he said hey uh, because um, they interpret one knows SEO a little better than the other. So, so Mike, he said my brother um, put Flash on, on his website, and all our keywords are gone. And I'm just like, why? I said, can you, you know, and I'm kind of friends with them, so I can talk a little freely. I said, why would you change the website without letting me know? Because, you know, he must have did probably like six months of Internet marketing work and literally good night to all the keywords. I mean, just wiped out. Because what he did was I had it set up to where, how I set it up is, um, you know, just a regular uh, website, of course. We put the body text below the tabs that go at the top, you know, like a normal site's supposed to. And then you have the, the title description, the body text, of course, and the keywords. And then the keywords are on the meta. They're supposed to match up with what's written in the body text. So he wanted to get hip with his website and get cool. So he put some music on. He put, you know, some sound in the background. And he made the whole front of the website flash because he thought he was going to get to keep all of his traffic. So um, right. literally his whole website was flashed. All the body text was removed. And, you know, usually when people hire website development people, they really don't know um, SEO. They don't know, um, most of them don't know too much that, or it's not that they don't know, they just, it's like if somebody just fixes a car and engine, they don't really focus on the transmission. So they don't really, the website developers, they don't really, um, you know, they don't think about it that, hey, this body text needs to stay there. They just make the money, then they want to change it. So, yeah, he removed the body text. So now my job is to get, okay, let's remove the, the flash, take the flash, make it an image if that's what you really want. And then now we have to put the body text back up. And since he's been doing SEO work and his website's two, three years old, um, he'll get his keywords back in probably three to six to seven weeks. So that's the thing with flash, just so you know, is like, um, just so everybody out there knows is if you do put flash on or let's say you have put flash on you've gotten um, a dock in rankings go ahead and change it and especially before the Google update on December 31st roughly of this year um, right before the new year um, go ahead and change it and then you're looking at probably if your website is more than a year old you're probably looking at about three to six weeks to get your keywords back or to get them close to where they were and then just keep blogging to get them higher or if your website is like brand spanking new 
Um, and the keywords were a little tough. Um, probably imagine one to two months to get your keywords back. So your advice is don't <laughs> like don't change your site to yeah. Flash. Just but just don't. Exactly. It's it's a perfect example of something that's not broke being fixed, and uh, in my opinion, ego. And there's the internet is full of sites that are absolutely ugly and they sell a ton or absolutely ugly and massive numbers of people go to them. YouTube is a great example. I think YouTube is probably the, uh, it would be on my top 10 most ugliest popular sites in the world. And if I was the uh, Google guys, I'd be saying, don't change it, boys, because nothing gets a billion people madder than all of a sudden they can't find the link that they're so used to seeing every time that they sign into a site, right? So uh, there you go. Keep, if it's not broke, don't fix it, folks. And Yahoo and Microsoft are uh, teaming up to take on Google. Wow. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. So they have just completed their search alliance transition in the U.S. and Canada. So there was an announcement uh, yesterday, yesterday, two days ago, as of today, two days ago, Ad Center powers 100% of paid search advertisements on both Bing and Yahoo, partner sites and publisher networks in the U.S. and Canada. Yahoo and Microsoft said in a joint message to, uh, to the media. The Search Alliance creates a competitive alternative in search. In other words, uh, it gives you somebody other than Google to go and uh, give money to. And it allows advertisers to reach a combined audience of 163 million searchers in the U.S. and 15 million searches in Canada via Bing and Yahoo. Managing a single account for both Bing and Yahoo will let advertisers save time and simplify their campaigns. The transition comes after months of testing and collaboration between Yahoo and Microsoft with strict attention being paid to protecting the quality of experience for the publishers and advertisers during the upcoming holiday season. And I think it's interesting that they don't say strict attention being paid to protecting the quality of experience for the surfer. Uh, the paid search transition comes on the heels of both companies completing the transition of the back-end technology for English language Yahoo organic search results in uh, the U.S. and Canada. Up next, they say mobile search Yahoo mobile search ads will be transitioned to the Microsoft platform by the end of October, and they will then start transitioning international markets next year with all global customers and partners set to be transitioned by 2012. The organic search transition will occur first on a market-by-market basis with paid search to follow. For organic search, the search alliance intends to start with our Spanish-speaking Latin American markets in the beginning of 2011. For paid search, the next sets will be the UK, France, Ireland, and India in the second quarter. Last month, data from Nielsen Research showed that Microsoft had taken the number two spot in search market share in the U.S. for the first time, and that was even without Yahoo's help, which you would think meant that they beat Yahoo. Uh, so there you go. And you've been talking about this for months, Mike. I mean, they finally caught up to you. 
Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, it's interesting. I'll give kind of some of the hard, hard facts um, of actual emails sent to me from uh, from from Bing. But yeah, you know what's crazy? Just a, a short recap. Um, probably a year and a half ago. Well, you know, we know as you mentioned last time that, that Facebook. Uh, Bing, which is owned by Microsoft, and that's Live.com, became Bing. Those are in every laptop that's made, sold from HP, Dell, and everything. That's set as the default search. And so that's their advantage over Google, that that, that live search on the browser has now become Bing. And mm -hmm. now um, Microsoft did a deal, of course, with Facebook as a 1% ownership. So they've already, as you mentioned that, couple of shows ago to me that it was kind of news to me and then I checked into it that yeah they have started showing Bing ads so now what's happening is Google uh, I mean Bing um, Bing did a deal with Yahoo to take over their search like a year ago and they probably had to find people working at Yahoo in order to let them know hey we, we signed an agreement can you please wake up you know they're sleeping for like 30 years over there <laughs> so um, <laughs> but they um, okay so so pretty much everybody was waiting, including me, and wondering what's going on. And I can tell you from an SEO perspective that they were not moving their SEO keywords. They were leaving all the, you know, just the, the sites that were there and the nonsense sites. But now they're starting to move, and I've been able to see because it's been tough. Um, you know, I, I, you know, once Yahoo, what it was is Yahoo was not, like, considering moving any new websites that are old into their SEO. That's what they were doing was slowly moving up websites that have been um, a good part of them. So that's kind of just some SEO tips on that end that what was going on. So now, you know, just go to Yahoo and type, I mean, go to Yahoo search and type in Yahoo add URL and, and then you'll find their URL that you can add their website in. And then, um, okay, so to get back to the uh, Yahoo and Bing merger, uh, about five days ago I received an email because I buy some pay-per-click on Yahoo and it, and it was an email from Yahoo's email and it said, this is Bing. Um, we are starting to move your uh, Yahoo pay-per-click account over to the Bing platform. So I was like, wow, okay, you know. So that showed me that now they're start they must have had a meeting saying, okay, the agreement we did a year ago, now we're going to put it in place and we're going to take over your, your search. So, and here's the thing, like two weeks ago, there was rumors that AOL is going to buy Yahoo. So my thing was on that is why would anybody buy Yahoo if Bing's pretty much in control of what's seeing on Yahoo right now, you know, because they have to use those agreements. And then also, Bing has control, seems like, over Facebook as well. But anyway, getting back to the, um, those are just some other little tips there I want to throw in, because I'm limited today. Um, but getting back to it, um, two days ago, I got an email stating that, hey, um, all the, uh, oh, um, well, five days ago, it said we have 30% of all, and I'm going to post this on my blog, too, as well. Um, it said we have 30% of all uh, accounts from Yahoo successfully mo moved over. So two days ago, it says we have moved over 100% of all accounts from Yahoo's pay-per-click over to Bing's platform. So please go to Bing now, pretty much was saying that y the Yahoo advertiser pay-per-click link is not valid, which meant thousands and hundreds of thousands of people go to a month. So, yeah, so yeah, so Bing pretty much officially took over, and Bing is controlled by Microsoft, and they released earnings and all that other stuff uh, two days ago. So they I see, because I do some stocks and stuff, so I kind of been watching what's going on, especially just with Microsoft, just been researching it. So it seems like, you know, they were waiting for, like, and here's the thing, Scott, which is funny. Um, they they released a profit for the first time in, like, two years, so they were probably waiting to throw all the good news at once, you know? That's pretty exciting news for those guys, eh? 
Yeah, it is. It is. I love Microsoft. I love Bing, and I really think they're going to give um, the people like Google trouble in the in the years to come for sure, in the months to come, or competition. So, uh, in the weeks to come, where are you going after you leave Paris? Uh, I'm going to go back to Africa, actually. Um, it's you know it's uh, it's actually cold here, and I'm going to go back to Africa with my wife, and I'm going to work out of the office I've set up down there. It's kind of relaxing for me. I'm not able to get too many phone calls, which I like, because the phone rings nonstop in the United States. It's pretty out of control, so I'm able to kind of limit it. And uh, I have a guy that's training me. I used to play basketball, so I'm getting um, some rehabilitation from many years ago. I'm going to be in tip-top shape and lean cut, so so it's kind of it's going to be kind of like, uh, you know, just working and getting the mind right, so then I'll be back in the United States in about uh, 50 days, roughly. Awesome. That's uh, so exciting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it, especially the warm weather on the on the um, the continental divide up there. Cool. Um, there's one one last weird thing I want to share with everybody, and probably on uh, if you go to askscottpatton.com and you look for the podcast that has to do with uh, Flash and uh, everything and uh, Bing and Yahoo transitions. Uh, they caught a time traveler on film, according to Yahoo today. And uh, so they they were looking at this 1928 Charlie Chaplin film, and they <laughs> and I have to look at it yet. I haven't seen it, but it looks like there's a woman in the background of one of the scenes talking on a cell phone. <laughs> So maybe cell phones been around a lot longer than we thought, but uh, it was kind of a kind of a funny, funny. A funny thing. I just wanted to uh, to leave everybody with, and uh, <laughs> it was pretty funny. That that is that is. Um, let's see, is there anything else that we want to touch on before we we head off today? I uh, I don't. Think so. I think we've covered the main parts, which of course was uh, one billion YouTube subscribers, and um, what's happening with Yahoo and Microsoft. Google continues to um, to tweak things for mobile phones. They're the people that said that in a couple of years, desktop computers will be irrelevant, and everything that they do now will be aimed first at mobile, secondly at uh, laptops and desktops. They recently. Uh, tweaked Gmail for iPhones and the iPod Touch, which um, covers that. And then they've also been doing a lot of work on local search, which is going to be probably, which is, of course, the biggest use of search on mobile phones is local search. People aren't searching for information about the answer to some problem as much mobily as they do on their laptops, which makes sense because it's harder to you know read stuff on a phone. But they have been... Uh, searching an awful lot for local things, so local, the closest restaurants, the closest dry cleaners, all those sort of things. And so Google's been rolling out new features for Gmail in mobile Safari for the iPhone. They sped up scrolling to reflect the speed of the swipe gesture and this toolbar stay on the screen while you're scrolling as opposed to moving down into view after each scroll. And they plan to make Gmail feel more like a native app on the iPhone. 
being able to access your access your toolbars from any point of the page to make it easier to uh, look after your email and move around. So, uh, you know, some of the changes are very visible and some are kind of behind the scenes things. So, and when you think about it from Gmail, uh, Google's perspective, Gmail is one of the few ways besides search that it can stay in front of users who prefer Apple devices like the iPad and the iPhone to Google's Android devices. So they're going to have to really keep on top of this in order to, to not get squeezed out of that market. So, uh, yeah. Any comments on that, uh, Mike, before we head off? Yeah, you know what? Um, that's interesting. Um, I haven't been keeping up on the on the mobile phones. I got a BlackBerry, and I got my iPhone stolen uh, from me. Well, I dropped it, and somebody picked it up, and I guess ran with it. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I'm gonna. So my ne my next phone. That's funny you mention it because uh, I do want to check out the Android. Um, I've been keeping track of it since it came out, but I haven't been keeping track of everything you mentioned. But I'm definitely when I get back to the United States because um, they they. You know what I noticed? I'll tell you one thing. Being out here in Europe and I've been to France, Spain, Italy, and Holland and Amsterdam, and um, I've noticed, and, and we're actually, the United States and Canada um, pretty much has the newest phones. They don't even have the latest Androids out here, you know, and I thought, I've always thought um, since I came to back to Europe for my first time back since 2006, they had the latest technology at the time, but now the United States and Canada um, has the leading technology with the phones, the latest phones that they release all the time in the U.S. and Canada. Um, probably, and, and I would imagine Europe gets them like three, four months after. So, because I was actually going to be in the market to buy an unlocked phone out here, and then I realized that, hey, first of all, they have phones that came out like three, four months ago, and they're more expensive. So, I'm just going to wait because I want to get the latest Android phone for sure. So, I'm pretty excited about that, going through it and checking out the apps and stuff. Yeah, it's pretty exciting uh, what's happening in all those areas, and I think moving forward, you know, uh, Apple has been, you know, by far the leader, but I think that Google is racing to catch up if they haven't already caught up. And uh, while the last few years I've been focusing a lot on the iPhone and that sort of thing, we're looking at uh, creating a lot more Android apps and um, even BlackBerry apps than we did uh, even last year. So uh, that's something to keep in mind too, everybody, if you're looking to get an iPhone app. Head over to connectorapp.com, check out uh, the app that we've created there that takes your Twitter feed, your blog feed, audio and video, sticks it all in one place so people don't have to search all over the place to find your stuff. And uh, if you've got an idea for an app and you want someone to uh, help you put it all together, uh, that's one of the things that I do. I've got a lot of programmers that work with me both in Serbia and uh, India and they do amazing work. So there's that. And they also do stuff in... Uh, for the CrackBerry and the Android. So it's a very, very exciting time. And I think uh, head over to iTunes, go to the App Store, and just look at all the stuff that people have created apps for and know that this is just the beginning of a huge, huge wave that uh, if you don't get in now, you're going to be regretting it in the next five or six years. So that's the end of my editorial for the day. Uh, Mike, do you have a... SEO tip that you could leave everybody with before we sign off. Yeah, um, I'd probably say the biggest tip that um, that we haven't talked about in many uh, many episodes um, is is what you just mentioned about YouTube. 
Um, that would be probably, that's actually what I used to do, and I should still do it, which I'm going to. I have three, actually, like two personal bloggers that blog for me on a few websites now. Um, I, I had one for a long time, but I'm, I'm going back to when I used to have a lot of available time, I actually, and I, we talked about this before, Scott, I used to post like eight, I used to go to YouTube and put all everybody's SEO videos of good tips and put them on my blog. So then it's like they would come, the people would come, all their fans would come, and then I would grab their keywords too as well. So I would say probably, um, you know, the flip side of it is just make a lot of those YouTube videos, get your channels up, and then do move the videos of YouTube over, copy the HTML, pop it right in your blog admin, and then go ahead and just, you know, set the keywords and make sure you write some body text, make sure your body text is unique. And then go into google.com forward slash add URL and then submit each one of those posts um, from your forward slash on your blog URL and, and it'll start getting crawled. And if you're doing links, yeah, if you're doing links, do links. Uh, do a couple links each day to different uh, blog posts you make. I think that's a tip we haven't talked about. Cool. That's great. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate that. And uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us. It's been uh, fun. Uh, and, boy, I think a lot of information. I hope you uh, you got a lot out of the show. Head over to AskScottPatton.com. Leave some comments if you don't mind. And if you get on iTunes, go to the App Store, search for Scott Patton, and there's the Scott Patton app. You can have uh, these shows downloaded automatically to your iPhone or your iPod or your iPad so you don't have to worry about when we uh, when we get out you won't miss a thing plus all my Twitter tweets blog posts and any videos that I end up putting up and we did some uh, videos at the, at the mobile marketing summit and I hope to have them up in the next month or so so you'll be able to uh, see those and share that so for Mike Rockton the SEO champion and myself Scott Patton thank you very much for joining us everybody we'll see you next time <laughs>